Welcome to the And The Net Appeared podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Benzel, intuitive mentor for thought leaders, coaches, and content creators. In this podcast, you'll hear from badass humans who have taken big leaps of faith and the net appeared. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the And The Net Appeared podcast. I'm here with Dana Silverstein, interior stylist and one of my co-authors from the book Spark Your Shift. Dana, thank you so much for being here with me. It's such a pleasure. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me. This is an honor, a total honor. Yeah, it's so good to connect with you, and I'm really excited to get into your philosophy. I know you work with styling homes, but you have a very unique approach that I haven't seen anywhere in that realm or in that perspective of tying in how you style your home with how you would style yourself or your body, your clothes and all of that. So I'm really excited to get into that with you. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit just about like what you're up to in the world, what your work entails And I'd love to know too a bit about how you came to that connection, like tying those two together. Absolutely. So like you said, I am an interior stylist in South Florida, actually. And I basically work with clients in their homes and my whole philosophy, it is very different than, you know, what you would maybe see from interior designers or a decorator. I have this philosophy that the home should be styled as if a stylist was styling yourself. So my entire philosophy is when you are putting in the effort, spending the time to get ready, it doesn't matter if you're going to a special event. Like I explained in the book, giving that visual to the readers about getting ready for a red carpet special event or whether you're getting ready every day, we're putting in the time. And the reason that we're doing that is to actually feel better about ourselves. So when you're looking at that entire concept and you do get ready, whether it's again for an event or just for every day, you are boosting your vibe. You are completely elevating your self-confidence and you're feeling luxurious, you're feeling put together, you're basically feeling like you can take on the world and you feel like you at that point are the best version of yourself. So my entire philosophy basically is we want to take that connection of how you feel when you would get yourself ready and bring it into the home. So when you are home and you know the pandemic even is a perfect example we are all working from home we are living at home the kids are schooling from home you know we are all home all the time now and the energy that is in the home it completely sets the tone for your entire life so making that connection to style the home like you would style yourself is not only creating that high vibe living environment, but it's carrying you through daily and through your entire life, you know, and it's such an important connection. And it also allows you to really like dig into yourself and learn yourself more, learn your style more, learn, you know, more about you, which is so important. So that's like a really big thing, you know, which is a huge part of it. And then to really like, 
get on track, you want to visualize your home as if it's your sanctuary. And to me, that's like a non-negotiable because again, when your home is setting the tone for everything in your life, it's super, super important that you feel that connection there. So it's, it's really, really important. And when I'm working with clients, basically, I have these four questions that you know are constantly going through my head that my clients don't necessarily know that I'm working through those things. But what I'm doing is getting to learn about them, their lifestyle, and really get to know them better. So I'm able to help them create that amazing home environment for them to live in, build memories in, and just have a lifetime of total bliss there. So it's really, really, really an important concept and an important philosophy. So that's kind of, you know, the jump off of what I do. And I've been in business for about three years, but I've been doing this for about 13, helping friends, helping family, And just years ago, you know, when I first started doing this, we're talking 13 years ago, I just always had that mentality of you should style your home like you would style yourself. So that's kind of where the whole connection comes from. And it's, it's a cool concept because it really, like I said, it helps you to connect your home on a different level, you know, which is a special thing. And then you also feel more gratitude for your home. You know, we're all blessed, you know, to have those spaces that we're creating. I love that you actually find that such an integral part of what you do and how you work with clients. Because I just reread your chapter leading up to our episode and I jotted down the four questions because I was like trying to answer them myself. And just looking at my home through that lens. So yeah, I'd love to touch on that. I know you you wrote about them in your chapter, Inspect Your Shift, but what are your four questions for anyone who doesn't have the book? Which by the way, if you don't have the book yet, check out the show notes and the yes. link for you to grab Spark Your Shift. But yeah, Dana, awesome. can you walk us through those four questions? Yes, because they are the key to my entire quote. And that quote, again, going back to our book is that the key element to fashionably style your home is finding the connection that your home has to your beautiful, vibrant self. So the first question basically is, is your home styled to mirror who you are as a person? Okay. So to elaborate more and explain that a little bit, your home should always look like it represents you and your authentic self? Does it really represent you, your personal style, your likes, your wants, your needs? Those are all really important things. And, you know, so many people, they're looking on Pinterest at home ideas, and they're looking in home magazines. And, you know, all those things are amazing. And they're great points of inspiration for you. But those spaces, Chelsea, they were created for other people, right? Mm-hmm. Not for you. So you are unique to yourself. There's no other you. And that's something you should be so proud of. So you want to make your home a mirror image of you by it's okay to get that inspiration again, but take it into things that you really love. Make it your own. 
Yeah. So that's like, you know, the biggest thing with that first question. And that's, that's like pretty much your jump off point right there. And then my second question is, is your home styled to reflect how you visually want it to look? You know, I think we all, we have like an image in our mind, you know, of what we want our home to look like. And there are so many different design aesthetics, but I don't want anyone to feel like they have to fit into like a specific design category because you don't. And it's totally okay to mix design styles and make it your own, you know? And I do this for clients all the time because that's the way that the environment is really going to speak to you. And you're the one that's living there that it has to be visually appealing to you so that it does help you raise your vibe. So that's another really, really important, you know, thing to really focus on when you're working on your home. And then my next question, um, this is a big one too, is, is your home style to emulate how you want to feel while you're living there? So the feeling we have when we're in our home is a huge player in how we connect to it. Do you want it to feel like casual? Do you want to feel it, you know, it to feel zen and cozy? Do you want to create more of a formal living environment? You know, the amazing thing is that you get to create that. You get to design that for yourself, but you just want to remember and really think about this question because you're deciding and defining your style that your style, again, is going to set the tone for your living environment. And then the energy in your home is then setting the tone for your life. So that's another really, really, really important one. And it's a big one. You know, it really, it really is a big one. And then my next question is, is your home style to be conducive to your lifestyle? Because you want to create an environment that allows you to feel what your goal was in number three. So you really have to look at things and, you know, make sure that you're also looking at your home environment for what it is at that time. Are you living in your house with a family? You know, do you have little kids? Do you have toddlers? Do you have teenagers? Are you a bachelor, bachelorette? Are you living, you know, with your kids gone in your empty nesters at that point? You want to make sure that your home fits your lifestyle at that point in time. So many people, I think, kind of project where they're going to be. And again, they're missing that connection there. If you do that, you can always tweak and make changes to switch things up a little bit down the road as your lifestyle is changing. So like I can give you an example, like if you think about if you were to go and you were a family, you were living with, let's say, little kids who are toddlers and you go and you create a very formal aesthetic in your home, that is like so stressful. Oh, I feel like stressful just thinking about it, right? Like you would be constantly worried that things would get messed up or broken. And it's just totally against where you're at at that point in your life, right? So you really, really don't want to create a block or a disconnect with the energy will be so off if you're not styling your home to be conducive to your lifestyle at that point in time. So that's another like really, really big one. 
But I mean, in a nutshell, those four questions, they are so important and they're really, really something to constantly go back to when you're styling your home so that you're making sure that you're staying on that right track to get to the end result. And again, that end goal is creating a good high energy for you to live in and to take that and carry that energy into your life every day and, you know, years to come. Cause it's really, really important that the home remains your sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. you said earlier, the amount of time that we spend at home now, it's just like, so there's the amount of time we're spending at home has increased, but then there's so many people who work from home now. So I've seen a lot of like kitchen table office setups and like yeah. makeshift things. And even in my space, so I live in like a tiny studio apartment, right? I've made it work. So when I was reading these four questions, it's like number four. Yeah. My, how I've styled my home is conducive to my lifestyle, but also doesn't quite fit with some of the other ones. Like, is it really how I want it to look? It's like, well, no, ideally I would love to have more space. So I have an office that's not like visible from my living room space, which is really just like a section of my studio. Right. Um, But I, I just love taking this perspective on this. Like I do with all that said, I do still love the vibe of my space. Like I consider it my nest or my cocoon. I spend a lot of time here and I love being at home, but it is really interesting to look at it. Like but does it really reflect who I am becoming and how I really want to feel? Or is it just like, yeah, it works and it functions for me, but like what more could I add or, or remove even like what doesn't serve me anymore. And it's just really interesting to look at it through that lens. So yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It's a whole different perspective. And even, you know, going back to what we were just talking about, like how you now are working from home, right? And you created your environment. That is like, you made it work for what's happening right now, you know, and that's the key. And then, you know, when people are not working from home anymore, you repivot at that time because this way you're always having your space that's working for you at that point, which is really, really so important. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so important. Yeah. I mean, and then taking those four questions and then for your listeners, for everybody out there to really kind of understand the philosophy of the five steps that I wrote about in the book, you know, that's where you kind of make that analogy and that correlation with the four questions on how to get there. That is how you create that connection to your home. So like I gave an example, you know, after I talked about that really blown up red carpet event and getting ready and just how you were feeling from that point on, you know, you really want to look at in the first step, I was talking about budgeting. So budgets are a really big thing and it doesn't have to cost a crazy, crazy amount of money to create an environment that you love. Some of my totally favorite places to shop are like Home Goods or Target and they have the most amazing things. And if it's connecting to you and you're loving it, 
that's what's going to elevate your mood. That's what's going to make it connect to you because you love it. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive, you know? And the other thing too, just a little helpful tip when we're talking about budgeting, when you go on a shopping spree, right? Like if you're going Chelsea to shop for a new outfit or for something, you always have a budget in mind, right? Like you're thinking, okay, I could do this. So sometimes people love to spend more money on maybe their accessories, their shoes. Sometimes the outfit itself is more important. So when you're working in the home, you want to shift your budget that way as well. So I have clients that will spend a bigger portion of their budget, maybe on like custom furnishings, you know, and then I have others that want to spend more on lighting. So it's a, it's a complete personal thing, but the budget is important. And then again, you can completely shift the budget to focus on what really speaks to you and what you love, you know? So again, you're creating that conducive, you know, goal at the end and you're getting to where you want to be. And then I talk about in the book again, step two, the layering of the materials. So that basically is the body of the home. And when you think about your own body, when you're feeling at your best and you're feeling most confident, it's when you're taking care of your body, right? Like you're eating right, maybe you're working out or you know, whatever the case is to feel good. So the framework and the body of the home are your things that are also your jump off point. So you're looking at things like the walls, the flooring, your paint color, your crown molding, your carpeting. Those are all the body of the home. So they are setting the tone for what's to come when you do the layering of furnishings on top of that. So it's just like your body, you know, before you get dressed. So those selections are really, really important too, because that is helping, again, have the base going before you start furnishing the environment. So can I ask you a question then with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, When I read your chapter, I really saw it through the lens of like, okay, this would be great if I were to buy a new home and I'm furnishing it from the ground up and like completely finding the style of this home. but let's say after listening to this episode or likely already I'm inspired. So after recording, right. but now I'm going to be looking around my home differently. And it's like, okay, I have a choice then. Do I start with the foundational things that maybe need some attention before buying throw pillows? Yes. <laughs> For example, like, so if you're already established in your home, would you say like, go back to the basics, the foundation and like, if your baseboards need replacing or painting or whatever. Right. No, that is such a great question because I get that from clients all the time. So if again, going back to your budget and it allows for you to work on things like the body of the home, that is absolutely the best place to start a hundred percent. But let's say you just want to like refresh and, you know, maybe you want to pop a color all of a sudden, or you want to take away color and do more neutral. That is also a great way is just to refresh all of your accessories. So that kind of plays into what your budget allows for. But when you're building, like you said, from the ground up, we always are looking at the body of the home first 
Because if there's something off with the body of the home, your eye is going right to that. And it doesn't matter what else is going on around it. So like I could even give you another example. If you think about when we're getting ourselves ready, right? So go back to, you know, doing your hair or maybe polishing your nails or a pedicure or you're putting your makeup on. So those things, they're helping polish your look right? So they're adding to that again. So another layer in the home would be like your window treatments, your area rugs. So those also are like switch outable, you know, you could always change those up and go different with things like that. So you might not have to repaint your entire house, or like you were saying, your baseboards to refresh or new flooring. You could always make other changes around the body of the home like window treatments, swapping out your area rugs that will help again, freshen things up and give it that, that new energy, that new feel, that new visual that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. It's kind of like the core pieces. Exactly. 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 No, absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, and then when you do start working on the furnishings, that's where I was talking about getting the home dressed. So when we go again shopping, we want to make sure we're loving the garment, right? We're loving the style of it. We love the color of it. We love the fabric, the fit, and like how good do we feel when we're wearing it? So that entire concept again should be applied to your furnishings in your home. So you want to love the style of your furniture. You want to love the color of it. You want to love the fabric and like how it feels and the size and scale and proportions of those pieces are super important too. It's just like how your outfit fits your body. Those pieces have to fit the home environment properly in order again to achieve that overall look of it, making it feel like a good high vibe environment for you. So I talked a little bit, um, giving like some tips and tricks about spatial planning, because that's so important. It's the same thing as if you buy a new outfit and it's not fitting right. So your spatial planning is almost like taking your clothing to the tailor right? Like you're making sure it fits right. You're getting it altered. So by doing what I was speaking about in the chapter, how do you do that with spatial planning? Like if you're not working with an interior stylist, how do you do it on your own? So my tip is to get measuring tapes and you literally, and blue painters tape, and you could literally tape out the pieces in your environment before you're buying them. You'll know right away Does it look like it's maybe too big? Something's off here. Something's not quite right and working. Just like it would be when you put on that outfit and you know right away, oh God, I got to get this altered, right? Yeah, that makes so much sense, especially buying things online. I often like... Even buying clothes online, they give you those measurements. And it's like, yeah, it'd be yeah. ideal if I got my measuring tape and I don't know. Right. But right. I rarely do, let's be honest. But it makes so much sense too. Like if you're going to buy an end table. And again, yeah. in reading your chapter, I had it visualized like a completely empty space and you've got it all mapped out. But there is no difference really to like if I want to add an end table map it out and see if it works. Absolutely. Anything. Chelsea, it could be even a chair. 
that you tape it out, you know, see the dimensions. Cause again, you'll know visually if it's right or if it's wrong, just like you would with your clothing, you, you know, right away. So Mm -hmm. it's the same, it's the same concept again, that you're applying what you're doing to style yourself to style your home. It's the same exact concept that jump off point is the same. And again, like this is just something that came to me years ago. And when I started applying it, working with friends, working with family, you know, whether it was, I have family in New York and we would literally like go on FaceTime and I would help them remap out their floor plan, even keeping their own pieces. Sometimes just moving stuff around completely changes that energy of the home. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It totally, totally does. You know, and then I also, I talked about, I think it was step number four, making a statement. So going back to when you're getting yourself ready, right? So think about you're in your clothing, you're ready to go, and then you're adding your jewelry, okay? Your jewelry completely revolutionizes your attire, right? It adds that wow factor. It adds that element. So I always refer to the jewelry of your home are your light fixtures. So your lighting is a really, really big deal. And I think a lot of people, they don't necessarily realize it's not just like seeing a pretty crystal light fixture, the ambiance that that fixture is giving off. It again, gives you that certain energy, you know, like I'm total lover in like floor lamps of table lamps. And just when it's getting to be dark at night or at dusk, or even first thing at dawn, turning on the lamps, they give such a glow to the environment. And it, again, it changes the whole feel of the home, you know? So your lighting is really, really important, whether it's a light fixture or a lamp, it's super, super important because it really, really does create the ambiance. And that kind of goes into back to how you want to feel at that point in time. You know, sometimes we just want to be more chill and relaxed and not have all the bright lights on, you know, and we just want to be a little bit more Zen and relaxed. That's where I love, you know, talking about the jewelry of the home, which is your lighting. So lighting is a really, really big thing too. Yeah. I'm huge on lighting, like bright lights to me. I just, I can't, but I feel like I put more emphasis on the feeling that I'm going to get from them than actually how the fixtures look. Like I have two lamps in my place that are really cozy, but I'm like, they don't really, one of them in particular, like doesn't really go, but I love it. (laughs) But you know what? Like right there, it's okay because you love it, mm-hmm. right? So it makes you feel a certain way. And yeah. that is totally what this whole concept is about. Mm-hmm. It is, it's about it. And there's always a way to tie it in to make it work. That's kind of the fun behind it too, is that you can, like I was saying earlier, don't get stuck on like a design style, mix it, make it work, make it something that you love. If it speaks to you, then it's right. And you'll make it work, mm-hmm. you know, which is really important. And then another thing where you want to define your style even deeper, I talked about this in step number five. If you think about your accessories, when you're getting dressed, like how your shoes can change your outfit, they can take you from a flat, being more casual to a heel, getting dressed up you know, your handbags, your belts, those all define your style 
even deeper. So when you're looking at the home, what can really transform the home and also help you define your style even more in the home are working with the accessories. So whether it's, you know, soft goods, we're talking about throw blankets, throws, throw pillows, things like that, or even hard accessories, you know, from objects of art and books, those things really, really help define your style. And I always, you know, when I'm working with my clients, I really try and personalize things for them. So again, it's representing them. It could be something even as simple as using coffee table books. So it doesn't just have to be a random stack. It could be things and it should be things that are of interest that speak to you. You know, there are so many really cool books and put that out in your home, put out things that you love that represent you, you know, which is really cool. And then when you're working, you know, even with like the soft goods, the pillows, think about, is it your family room? Is it the place that you are super laid back and you just want to be cozy? Think about your textures you're using. Think of the fabrics, you know, do you want to use velvet because it's soft and relaxing? Maybe you want to do like a faux fur, maybe in a more formal environment, you're using different kinds of fabrics, you know, you're using silks, you're using, you know, all different fabric that again, help you define the style, but they're also defining how you want to feel while you're in there. And then again, remember you want it to be working with your lifestyle and of course have the visual appeal to it as well. So it's combining those steps with those four questions that it's just going to create a completely new approach to home decor, you know, and it's again, helping you get on that track to creating your home to be that sanctuary. And what I love most when I'm working with my clients, so many of them, they feel like they're making a deeper connection to themselves because I'm guiding them and helping them to what really speaks to them and represent them to create that environment that, you know, again, we're making it their sanctuary. So it's neat. It's a cool concept and again, I think that when people are really following the steps, they feel like their life is transformed. Yeah. You know, yeah, they feel like it's just a whole new environment that they're surrounded by. And not only do they feel super confident and happy, but they become really grateful, you know, and being grateful is, I mean, that's like the key, right? It's so beyond important. So it just, it's going to elevate your entire frame of mind and just, again, get the opportunity to learn and know yourself better and connect to your home on a whole new level. So it's mm-hmm. fun. It's really, really fun. I love this so much because it seems like such a no brainer as we're talking about it. Like, yeah, obviously you want your home to, right. be, to represent you and to be your sanctuary and to feel good and supportive, but it can be such an afterthought. Absolutely. Because we're in our homes so much. But yeah, even when, so I had Elisa Ellis, one of our co-authors episodes back, and she has a very similar message around like finding clothes that fit the body you have now and like represent how you want to feel. And there's so much here. But for some reason that 
even though I still was inspired to take some action from our conversation and like really give some love to like my closet and my wardrobe and the clothes that I was choosing. And that almost seems like even you mentioned in your book, like we're so quick to shop for new clothes and to think about what we're wearing, but how often do we really think about buying new pieces for our home or like really looking at how we're styling our home? So yeah, I love this conversation because it seems in one sense, like can be an afterthought or just not where we initially go, but I see the impact that it's going to have on how we feel in ourselves, about ourselves, about all the aspects of our lives. Cause this is our, our home, our nest, our sanctuary. It is. it is. And it really, it does. It has an enormous impact on it, an enormous impact. And I think too, so many people, they are, you know, mimicking what a trend is, or I've got to fit into this specific style aesthetic. I've got to be farmhouse or boho or glam. It doesn't have to be, you know, that's where like, I can't express enough when you're doing that. And you're again, just copying what you're seeing friends doing or what you saw on Pinterest or those things are amazing inspiration, but tweak it, make it to fit who you are. And it's, it's okay to have a style. Having a style is, it's very important, you know, to have that cohesive aesthetic where things are flowing and your color scheme is flowing and all that stuff, but make it you. Because that's where you're going to get the most out of it. You know, we're waking up in our home and some of us were there 24 seven, we're going to bed in our home. So the other thing too, is each room in your home really should have that energy again for what your purpose is, right? So like your living room, let's say should have a different feel than your bedroom, you want your bedroom to be more serene and more Zen and more relaxed. So you can wind down and, you know, have a great peaceful night's sleep. So you really want to look at that element of things too. And again, if your color scheme is working throughout, you know, your main palette is working together and the main gist of your aesthetic is together, you can make those tweaks and those small changes to again, create that perfect environment to fit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. So it's neat. It's really neat and it's fun. And I just love working with people and helping them to create these environments because I know and I see how impactful it is in literally changing people's lives. So I completely love what I do. And it's it's just it's so rewarding, you know, to help someone feel that good about themselves in an environment that is so important. Mm-hmm. Really, it is. It's very so much cool. gratitude to you for doing this work coming from a homebody like me. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's so sweet. Yeah. It's super important. So anything to spread the word I love and to help people. And it's just, it's really important. Yeah. Really, really important. So where can people find you if they want to dive more into your work? I know you work locally in South Florida, but online where? Yes, absolutely. So it's silversteininteriorstyling.com. 
And again, working virtually with clients is something that I do. I also do virtual parties. If people want to get a group together and go on a Zoom and, you know, it's kind of like an open forum, a total Q&A, you can pick my brain and just ask any question you have about styling the home or if you're stuck, you know, sometimes people get stuck. So I do a lot of that too. And like I said, working independently virtually with clients anywhere as well, but it's a different feel because I'm really instructing you on how to get to the end result instead of being in your home. But, you know, a lot of what I do here locally, I'm obviously in the home and I'm measuring and I'm working with fabrics and working directly with the client. So that is all again on my website. So it's again, silversteininteriorstyling.com. And then on Instagram, my handle is at silversteininteriorstyling. So I'm easy to find. (laughs) And we'll link to those in the show notes as well. Awesome. Thank you. If you haven't read Spark Your Ship yet, definitely get your hands on it. Read Dana's chapter, How to Fashionably Style Your Home. Yeah, there's so much in there that just shifts the way I've thought about my home and my space. So yeah, thank you. Awesome. Oh my God. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on today. This is a total honor. Really, really is. And it was so much fun. Yeah. It was so good to chat with you and thank you for sharing your insight and your genius in this. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everyone listening. You can check out the show notes to connect further with Dana. And I will catch you again on the next episode. It was such a pleasure to have you tune into this episode. If you'd like to connect with me further, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Chelsea Benzel. I would love to hear your takeaways, comments, or questions if you have any feel free to reach out to me in my DMs or in any of my social media content. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you left a review and let me know what you like most about it. Thanks so much for listening, love. I'll catch you on the next episode.